Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now on the Daily Mix Show. Damn, some birds aren't meant to be caged. Yet, here we are, butt naked. Eating soggy bologna sandwiches. Figure it's time to get busy living and get busy winning. Let's play Cellmates. Cellmates is the game where lawbreakers become game changers on the Daily Mig Show. And this week we are playing for Trevor Noah tickets. He's going to be at the Paramount Theater on March 23rd. And we are going to meet our cellmates. We have Brandon in Bonnie Lake. The cops broke up a party you were at, and you had to sit in the cop's car for a bit. A long time. What's a long time? Uh, It was about two and a half, three hours. Oh, my gosh. What was the purpose of sitting in there, and did they not let you use the bathroom if you needed to use the bathroom? No, no, no. So what happened, my my buddy in high school, um, his family inherited a property on Lake Taps, pretty close to where we lived, but it was like a split custody thing during a side of the family so anyway it was pretty rare that we had the chance to all get together and party at this cabin on the weekend when our parents didn't know so we had a good 40 50 people over there um and about midnight me and a couple other close buddies we decided we wanted some privacy we're going to go smoke uh out in the in our car in the parking lot okay well we're smoking and i i don't see cop lights but i start to see like flashes of the cop mag lights and i'm looking around and i'm a little intoxicated and i'm like trying to figure out what's going on and all of a sudden my buddy dominic on the passenger seat just gets ripped out i mean just ripped out of the car and thrown on the ground so i decided to lock my door so when the cop came over to my side he was not too happy at all um so when they did get us out we got the full force and thrown into the car, but they still had to go bust the rest of the party. And the, um, my buddy that whose family's cabinet was, he's like, you're not coming in without a warrant and locked up all the doors. And so it, it took him about two and a half, three hours, but they got their warrant and they got in the house. And we had to sit there and watch the whole thing as they started shuttling out our buddies into a bunch of vans to bring them to jail. So to go back, so you guys went and you guys were smoking weed, so you're getting pretty stoned, right? Absolutely. What kind of a buzzkill was that when all of a sudden you see your buddy's body just get yanked out and thrown down to the ground? I'd be losing my collective S. 
Oh, it was it was definitely scary, and yeah. locking the door was not the right move. So when the cop came over to my door handle, he I mean he almost ripped my door handle off, and and I mean I it only took me a matter of three seconds to realize that that was a terrible decision. They were getting in her car. <laughs> They're gonna so get I you regardless. The yeah, pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. My bad, guys. I'll throw myself out of the car and I'll throw myself on the ground <laughs> exactly. for you. So what what kind of trouble did anyone end up getting in? Um, so the most in, that anyone got, we were we were all underage. Um, there was mm-hmm. a couple of minor impositions, but uh, is the cool thing was, I mean, my buddy's parents actually brought it to court and kind of fought everything because they did end up, even though they got a warrant, they broke a window to try and get in at first, which was like an illegal entry. So oh. um, the judge did drop everything but a couple of minor impositions. But for the four of us that were sitting in the back of the cop car, I think that was the most punishment that we got we all got to go home that night but yeah we had to sit in the cop car for a long time yeah for those couple of hours i'm thinking worst case scenarios like i'm going we're going to jail we're doing this i mean that's that's almost worse than just even getting like slapped with a ticket is like those couple of hours to be inside your own head while oh, yeah. stoned in a cop car <laughs> absolutely brandon your cellmate is john in seattle and john it sounds like you got pulled over for doing 107 but they let you off no ticket Yep, uh, is my wife's uh, electric Mustang Mach E. Uh, it's a pretty incredible car, and uh, I slowly been getting comfortable with it. And was out super early one morning, uh, headed to work, getting an early jump on the day, and the road was just was wide open, and I couldn't resist. Uh, I I got it up there, and the the cop pulled me over, and um, I saw the lights like a mile back, and I just immediately pulled over. Uh, he walked up and said uh, he had to go 120 to catch up to me. He never Ooh. did say what he thinks I was doing, so Damn. I don't think he ever caught me on radar. And uh, asked me why I was driving so fast, and I kind of just pointed to the Mustang logo on the steering wheel and was like, you know. And he goes, uh, thanks for pulling over. He told me, actually, he told me it was criminal reckless driving uh, and said he's going to cut me a break and let me off the warning. And thank me for pulling over. Thank me for not having to chase me, I guess. Never even took my driver's license. You did the right thing. You're welcome, officer. (laughs) I just love that. So he pulled you, you're like, why are you going so fast? And you basically pulled up, well, look at this car. How could I not do it? Also, does your wife like to drive fast, too? (laughs) I was going to leave that out. Uh, My wife has been pulled over. Uh, in the same car, doing 116, and uh, she's also been pulled over doing 86 and a 35, and she's never she has not gotten a ticket either. Wow! So your wife's hot. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> well, Steve, based on the That's severity insane. of these two cellmates' crimes, both are crazy for I different know. reasons. You guys oh, are man. fun. You know what? I still want to go with Brandon. Just the visual of the guy, his buddy getting pulled out of the car, I think will stay with me for the rest of today. All right, Brandon. Question number one to you. In Beauty and the Beast, what enchanted household object is Lumiere? Uh, tea kettle. Oh, he would be the candlestick, of course. I wouldn't course. have got that right either. All right, John, you get this right, and you are getting the tickets to Trevor Noah. True or false, Taylor Swift is the youngest artist to win the Grammy for Album of the Year. (laughs) I knew Lumiere. I have no idea on this one. (laughs) Uh, True. Oh, it's false. Billie Eilish actually won at 18. Taylor Swift won at 20. Duh. All right, so back to Brandon. (laughs) 
What famous NFL quarterback plays Mary's former love interest in There's Something About Mary? Oh. Uh, let's go. Let's go Ben Roethlisberger. Oh. Oh, I guess so. Brett Favre. John, the question to you, which travels faster, light or sound? Light. There you go. Yeah, Congratulations. John, you're going to see Trevor Noah, nice. baby. Congratulations. And thanks for the great stories this morning, guys. That was just beautiful. <laughs> the Daily Mix Show. 99.9 KISW. Well, this is going to shock you guys. Cheryl Crow wrote a song about artificial intelligence. I think maybe she listens to the Daily Mig show and knows it's a passionate subject that we bring up a lot around here. AI is, I, I mean, did she use AI to help her write this song or is she just like, is she just like, one of the, like myself, kind of scared of AI? I think that it's the latter, more right. scared of AI. No AI that I know of was involved in the writing of this song, but it's called Evolution and it includes a very famous, well-known rock guitarist, Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine plays on it. Tom Morello collaborates, I think, with anybody and everyone. I feel like if we put together a band, we might be able to twist his arm and get it. Because I look at some of the stuff that he's done, and it's always interesting. Like he, He's collaborated with a, a group called Knife Party, which is like an EDM type of a band. Like You'd hear him at a rave. And he, I remember listening to them once, and there's Tom Morello's guitar on there. And it's he's like one of those guitarists where the moment you hear it, you know it's Tom Morello. Yes, he's, he's, it's that's what makes him one of my, in my opinion, one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Like the minute you hear his guitar parts, you know full well that that's a Tom Morello guitar solo. Well, mark your calendar, Rockaholics, because okay. Cheryl Crow's new album, Evolution, comes out on March 29th. This is going to be one of the songs on the album, and we have a clip of it. There, there it is. is. That's something that sound like the guitar solos are like a stone. Yeah. But just totally. sped up a little bit. I mean the the way he can just work it, manipulate the, the sound of a guitar. There's no one really else out there that does I like, that. I guess Steve was completely out on that I song. I hated the song. Until he heard the guitar, and then all of a sudden he's like, yeah! yeah! But then I got a musical stiffy. I was like, yeah, let's rock. Tom a part of this. I just am wondering how that, how did that happen? Is she a Rage Against the Machine fan? Are they friends? You know, Tom Morello seems to be just hanging with everybody. Like, I, I, from all the stories, it just seems like he collaborates with anyone and everyone. Might be one of the stranger collaborations. I was trying to think of like what other strange collaborations. Can you think of one? Oh, the first one that pops to my mind, and I think it's something that maybe most Metallica fans won't speak of ever, is the collaboration they did with Lou Reed. Remember when oh, they did that record, that's Lulu? Right. Yes. It was not good. <sighs> and I don't know if I had like high expectations. I'm not a big Lou Reed fan, so when I went into it, I wasn't thinking, "Well, this is going to be next level." I love Lou Reed, and I love. Uh, Metallica. I was like, no, I don't really, I don't really care for Lou Reed, and it was basically like a Lou Reed thing. I, I think that Tom Morello did a song with that band from uh, Italy, Monaskin. Oh, is that Mainskin or Monaskin? I, I, I think it's pronounced Monaskin. Okay, because it's got the weird little thing above the E. I love that band. I just don't know how to pronounce their name. 
And for a while, I thought their name was Manskin until oh. somebody until I recommended somebody to listen to them, and they looked at me like I was insane. I'm like, dude, there's this band called Manskin, and they're awesome. He's like, Manskin. I'm like, you know, I never really thought about how strange that sounds. And then we looked it up. I'm like, wait, there's an E involved in their name. I like Manskin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they are awesome, though. I love that band. They are really good. They're fun. And again, like the signature Tom Morello guitar yep. solo comes the in song. there, and 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 you just rock out. I was looking online just like, I was like, okay, what are some strange collaborations in music? I think one of the ones that really paved the way for rap rock was Run DMC and, and Aerosmith. Oh, yeah. Th- that, that was a great collaboration. But probably at first, I remember people being like, this is weird. A hip-hop artist, you know, group, and then a rock group getting together. And, and in a way, really kick-started Aerosmith's second go-round as being a massive rock band. But the one that I was looking at as I'm looking down this list... I mean, some other ones like Eminem and Elton John. That's kind of crazy. Remember, Elton John even did stuff with uh, Alice in Chains on Black Gives Way yes. to Blue. Great song. But apparently, and I did not know this, Jack White. Now, I knew he did stuff with Alicia Keys, and it's a pretty cool song. He apparently collaborated with the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> wow. Right? <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. I, gotta, I would say, Danny, can you pull that up? But I can't imagine that the lyrics are airworthy. No. Apparently, it's a seven-inch that they record, a single that they recorded where they rap over a Jack White-produced song. Huh. Interesting. Called, yeah. Uh, I, oh, I, I don't even know how to pronounce it. I'm a little worried if I say it, it might sound. Yeah, don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Use your own like, internet yeah, to I look mean, it up. You can Google it. But I'm definitely going to be checking that out later on today. That's a, I remember David Crosby. Uh, not David Crosby. Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Oh, the, the Christmas um, song. little drummer boy. That's awful. Which, by the way, I can sign it in American Sign Language if you ever need that for any of your, you know, Christmas house parties or anything like that. Oh my. I have a question about this. Did you take ASL classes and this was the thing that they decided to teach you? Or yes, did they, you want to learn this in ASL? They taught us that song, but we did have to choose other songs to interpret. Why'd they teach you that song? I have no idea. Did they just think it was funny to see people hand signal bum bum bum? It's yeah. radio. No one can see your fingers. I know. I, it's right but it, I'm killing it, you guys. No, just you I, have to I take my it. word for it. I'm no, crushing it. No, I mean if I was deaf, I know exactly what you're saying. I kinda wish I was deaf after you sing <laughs> sang that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Daily Mix Show. Rockaholics, the number to call is 206-803-ROCK. And the question that we would like to know the answer to is what is the most insane day that you have ever had at work? We bring this up because there's a barista who worked at a coffee shop in the Atlanta airport who ended up getting fired over the weekend. We're not exactly sure what started the incident, but how she handled herself <laughs> after whatever the incident was is what actually got her fired. That's what's going viral because she had a complete meltdown. Absolute meltdown. And it's amazing. I mean, I'm not probably not amazing for the three people involved, including <laughs> her, but watching it on video, uh, my jaw dropped. So she was demanding to go behind the counter to get her stuff, but the manager just told her to get out get out immediately, and this led to her attacking the manager and another guy that they worked with, and here is the audio of what the chaos sounded like. Get my stuff! Hey, get out! No, no, sir, we're all filming it right now for our social media <laughs> pages. It's the best part. There's a whole group of people who are using their phones not to call the police. No. Dude, the video is bonkers because she's, she's in, all honesty, in all fairness to her, not that I don't know her and she sounds like, she seems like she's a little unhinged, mm-hmm. but it looked like she just wanted her purse and her stuff. And I'm thinking if you're firing her, let her take her stuff and just get the hell out of here. You don't want to have to come back after that. It seems kind of weird that they're like, no, you can't come behind the, the counter to get what looks like she's trying her best just to get her purse. And she's not very big. She's pretty small. But she's feisty. And she is, yeah, she's crazy. It's just so crazy to watch because at one point she grabs one of the stools, like a chair, like out of like the WWE. And the dude is a taller dude. He just kind of like smoothly just grabs it. And it's just like, nope, you're not going to take this. Then she smacks that guy in the face. And he doesn't even, he's not even phased. I thought, I, originally I thought he didn't, she didn't connect because he's so tall and she's so short. But no, she got him. <sighs> but then she at one point does like the fake move where it looks like she's leaving. And then she spins around <laughs> and jumps over the counter. She's coming back for more. Absolutely. The whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, this just keeps getting better and better and better. And then finally she gets her purse and leaves. Have you ever had a crazy incident at work like not maybe not as crazy as that, but no, no, no. I've never seen anybody lose their mind like that. I've had a couple. The one that popped into my mind is actually, it's it's not it's not violent. It's not angry. It's, in fact, it's amazing. But it was probably one of the craziest days ever at work. We had as guests in studio. It was a couple of um, uh, actresses of the adult variety. Uh, was it Riley Steele, Stoya, and? Jesse Jane, wow. I believe. And I think they were promoting their fine film, Pirates, I think. 
And they were, came in. Were they were they looking for booty? Yeah, uh, yes, not at our station, but yes, in the in the movie. This movie was such a cinematic masterpiece that they released it as an adult film, but then also offered a DVD extra where they remove all the sex scenes because they were so proud <laughs> of this movie, which I thought was the funniest thing ever. Like they're just like, you know what? We believe so strongly in this film that we're going to give you a director's cut that has no sex scenes. Did you watch both versions? Of course, for research purposes. <laughs> so bad. Well, anyways, they come in and we're trying to. We're not trying to do the hey, take off your top kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, but of course you want to talk to these adult film stars. And they came to town. The least we could do is have them on a show. Mm-hmm. And so we're just like having a fun conversation. Nothing bad's going on. We go to the commercials, and that's when the most epic thing happened because all three of them seem annoyed that we hadn't asked for them to take their tops off. So they take their tops off while we're doing the commercial break. One of them pulls out like a quarter, and it's bouncing the quarter off the other girl's butt. And I'm just like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like it was just a show for the four of us. I, I like that they just said, let's go, girls, and just did it. Right. They're like, if you're not going to do it on the radio, we're still going to do this. And my job was like, a bidee, 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 bidee. like the whole time. Like, what are we, what is happening here? Oh, what a time to be alive. It was, it was amazing. 206-803-ROCK. I don't know if you can, can compete with Steve's story or the story that we just told about this uh, barista, but what was the most insane day you ever had at work, Rockaholics? The Daily Mix Show. 99.9 KISW. Rockaholics, the question we want to know, the answer to, is what was the most insane day you ever had at work? 206-803-ROCK. Some of the texts that are coming in, this one's just bonkers. Craziest day was when my coworker found out that she won $5 million in the lottery. It was epic. She bought all of us lunch that day. Then after lunch and a couple of drinks, LOL, she went into the boss's office and quit. That's what I would do. If I win the lottery, I'm out of here, guys. So you would leave before the show ends? (laughs) No, I I think I would stay. I'd finish the show and at least brag every break about how I just won the lottery. (laughs) (laughs) And then decide which. I'm a millionaire. Decide how much money you know I'd chip off to each of you. That's sweet of you. Yeah, yeah. Because I care. I wouldn't do that. Because I care. (laughs) I I take you guys all to lunch though. We would celebrate. Where would you take us? I mean, maybe Dick's. I hear they're doing a big special next week. <laughs> 19 cent burgers. 19 cent burgers. I'll get all the burgers you want. I'll buy burgers for everyone there. Well, it's limit one per per visitor at 19 cents. All right. Well, sorry, guys. <laughs> all you get is one burger. I can't help you with that. It's all I can. I want to buy you guys more, but I can't. Another texter just uh, said, my boss had a heart attack and died in a meeting. Oh. <laughs> Way to bring the room down. They wrote, none of us liked him, but it was still a bummer. Oh. <laughs> you think? I'm, now I'm laughing. That's terrible. Uh, a texter said I had to do CPR on a coworker, which happened to be my girlfriend. What? She married someone else. After you saved her life? You must not be good at CPR. <laughs> Some what, heroes just what, don't get all the glory. What about you, Tyron? Well, this was, it wasn't cra- like nothing crazy like that, but it was a pretty awesome experience. I used to work at a sports station back in the day. Okay. And we were doing some sort of an event where they had invited the voice of, the legendary voice of the Cougs, Bob Robertson, to be part of this luncheon. What was Bob, his nickname? Was, was Bob Rob? I don't know. Oh, Bob I th- Robertson? I thought it was that Rondo. Is that the other guy? I don't, I don't uh, know. Okay, my bad. But he, he started. He Bob was Rob. The, he began being the voice of the Cougs, if you ever, especially if you live on the west side and you were listening to any game on the radio. He started that gig in like the 60s. So for about 50 years, he was the voice of the Cougs. And they asked 
me and my dad, who is also a diehard kook, to go pick him up from his hotel and bring him to this event. And my dad and I were like the most excited kids in a candy store that you've that you've ever seen and so we picked up bob he could not have been nicer he chatted us up the whole time he was a, a, the sweetest man and for a diehard coog like awesome. me and like my dad it was one of the greatest days that i've ever had at any job i was gonna ask if like you guys played it cool or did you go full on chris farley remember when oh, you guys my, did this that was cool we were totally like that. and he was okay with that absolutely well at least he acted like that to you guys it'd be funny if you pulled somebody aside like, who the f did you have pick me up this daughter and dad. Can I take a cab home, please? Were straight up like stalkers in this car. It was bonkers. He was the one that said, um, always be a good sport. Be a good sport always. Nice. Deep. Nice. Very deep. I don't think, Danny, you were around the time that Mickey and Minnie came to work. That was pretty amazing. No, I would have freaked out. That was awesome. They were like here for like a Disney. <laughs> sure. they're, they were promoting one in like Disney Hawaii or something like that. And they had Mickey and Minnie in like Hawaiian shirts yeah. for photo ops. And man, I was like a little child when that happened. I was like, this is the greatest day ever. And Do you guys like, know Donald? Right? Where's Pluto? <laughs> is Pluto downstairs? Do you know that Goofy is a cow? <laughs> Are we sure about that or is this a rumor? I, I'm pretty sure. Google it. I Danny, think, I you think would know. I always thought he was a dog. That's what I thought. But I think I read or saw something recently that Goofy is actually a cow. That makes sense because it always bugged me that he could talk and just be one of them. But Pluto was a pet. Yeah. Because if they're both dogs, that seems kind of strange. I'm no, pretty sure. Goofy I'm, said that it's saying that he's a dog. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, I read, I read somewhere that he's a cow. Okay, maybe I just made that up. I'm sorry, everyone. He's dating a cow. He dates Clarabelle. Well, hey, let's not shame somebody. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Taryn, do you think birds are real, too? You just believe any conspiracy theory? <laughs> Is Goofy a spy? That we've all been bamboozled into thinking that he is a dog. Clarabel Cow. So he's hanging out with a cow. Yeah. Well, they say sometimes when you date someone, you start looking like the person you're with. Maybe that's it. So maybe he's starting to look like a cow to you. I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've, I've misinformed the entire rockaholic public. Dude, how about this text just came in about the craziest thing that happened at work? My coworker got a call from her dad saying his coworker from Ken, Kenworth was just arrested as the Green River Killer. Oh. What? I remember that. I remember. I remember when he got arrested. There were so many people that were being interviewed that at the workplace that he was at, where everyone's like, "Yeah, we all figured he was the Green River Killer." In fact, we we nicknamed him Green River Gary. Yeah. No, which I thought was just the craziest thing that the entire time they all joked about it, like, "Oh yeah, we were pretty sure he was the Green River Killer." There's a couple of documentaries out there where they you they interview people that were in his life, and they're like, "Oh, we definitely knew." That it was Gary the entire time. That's it's, that's insane. It's like how how did that happen, and how do you not report that? Or maybe they did. Like, what if like everyone knew but nobody believed them? They're all like, "Oh, dude, you're just hazing, or you're just you know, you're just clowning on your coworker." That's not cool. Give the guy a break. No, that's oh. that is bonkers. Texture says cows don't have upper teeth, therefore Goofy's <gasps> buck teeth make no sense. Okay, I take it back. <laughs> Who told you this? I read it on the internet. Do you believe everything? Yes. Do you just read the headlines? Of course. 206-803-ROCK. We're asking you fine rockaholics about the craziest day you've ever had at work. Aaron in Parkland, what was your crazy day at the job? Uh, my craziest day is I actually swam over the deepest part of the ocean. Uh, being in the military, uh, our captain pulled up to the Mariana Trench and was like, hey, swim ball, everybody jump off. How, how far well, is that swim? Uh, I don't know how far it was. <laughs> We're out in the middle of the ocean. Um, it so it's was, the uh, deepest part, but how far? I mean, how long did you have to 
How, how long were you out there? I was out there for a good 30 minutes until a big-ass fish fin hit my leg, and I realized that was the smallest thing in the water. Whoa. That had to freak you the F out. Yeah, but, you know, 99% of the world has not done that. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's insane. I mean, one of my biggest fears in the world is deep open water. But for me, everything's a deep open water if it's it's taller than me. So I, you know, <laughs> you're pretty tall, Steve. <laughs> like if I'm in a pool and it's like eight feet deep, I'm like I'm in the deepest part. I wouldn't know. But that to me, the part that would freak me out is feeling things hit your leg, yeah. knowing that yeah, oh boy. Yeah. So were you just running on straight <laughs> adrenaline? No. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Or I mean, panic. We're all when you're when you're in the military, you're all a little crazy. You know what I mean? So how does that work uh, with uh, how many people do they just? Drop you from like a, a something that's flying above it, or how? Are you on a boat and no, they just, uh, they the just push? The, boat, the okay. back of the boat is about a good about 40, 30, 40 feet off, so it's kind of like a small cliff cliff dive. Yeah. And did you have any and, like what kind of gear did you have on, or was there no gear? Uh, swim shorts. Wow. No water wings. <laughs> no, no, no snorkel. Water wings. Well, no I'm snorkel. Out. Oh I'm my out. gosh. Aaron, are <laughs> you, you still a, are you a strong swimmer to this day? I'm an all right swimmer. I'm trying to get my boys to be better. Right on. Thanks, Aaron. Take care, Aaron. <laughs> that just freaks me out so bad. I don't I, like I don't like deep water. I remember just even swimming like in a beach and like you get hit with something on your leg and you just oh, like yeah. freak out and then you realize there's just like like a piece of seaweed or something along those lines. You're like, I can't believe I'm such a pansy. Or even if you if you're standing in the sand and something moves under your foot, that'll send me I'm out the water. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. That's why pools are the way to go. <laughs> the Daily Mig Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.